In this episode of the Fresh Approach podcast, we're talking about when you know you want something to be better in your life, you're ready to take steps to make improvements, but then you take on too much too fast. And we all know what happens then, no sustainable progress because it's too overwhelming. There's a better way to do it, so let's get started. You are listening to the Fresh Approach Weight Loss Surgery Podcast with me, your coach, Mary Clark, 17-year bariatric surgery educator and advocate, and for the last seven years, a weight loss surgery patient. Here, we focus on the bariatric surgery guidelines in a fresh way, creating successful and peaceful weight loss surgery journeys. Stop trying to fit your life into weight loss surgery. It's the other way around. Weight loss surgery is a part of your life. So whether you're just getting ready for surgery or had it six months or six years ago, it's never too early or too late to live your healthiest and happiest life with weight loss surgery. Before we get started, let me remind you that as of today, if you're listening in real time, there are still more than 100 days left in 2018, and that is plenty of time to make some awesome moves, to take action, right? Don't look at it and say, hey, I'll start in January. No, 100 days is plenty of time, okay? And yes, coming soon are some new opportunities to work with me one-on-one, you and me together. You can make this fall your season to take steps to living your healthiest, happiest, and best life. Stay tuned for details here on the podcast, in the Facebook group, and If you're in my email community, I'll be shouting it out there too. Okay, now I often begin working with new clients after they've hit a brick wall of overwhelm. They've made a decision to make a change to, I'm doing my finger air quotes again, to get back on track. They were tired of feeling disappointed, left behind, worried that if they let that number on the scale climb up too high, there'd be no going back. And they made a big list of all the things they had to do. No matter what, they were going to stick it out and make it work this time because they're tired of feeling like they're failing. And they try their hardest to make it all happen, to make it all work. They really do. And I know they want to make their lives better. Sometimes they hit a brick wall because they're trying to get to the gym as often as their sister does, or they're trying to meal prep the way their best friend does, or they're trying to be a weekend fitness warrior the way their next door neighbor is. But then I point out, your sister only lives 15 minutes from work. She's got that extra time to get to the gym. Or your best friend works part-time. She's got some extra meal prep time. Or your neighbor next door doesn't have a mom that she's taking care of every weekend. She has time to be a weekend fitness warrior. This is what we talked about in podcast episode number 29. It's okay to be inspired by the awesome actions of your friends and family, but you've got to embrace being the expert on you and your life. You got to do you. You've got to have a personalized plan for success. Okay. But let me give you an example of a client's back on track plan. Get more sleep. Eat less sugar and processed foods. Stop eating out. 
eat healthier. Exercise at least five days every week. Don't skip vitamins. Start meditating. Only drink water. No more McDonald's sweetened iced tea. Pretty familiar goals that I hear from clients and students and posts I see in the Facebook group, and they're all good goals. But wow, put this all together. I mean, stack these up with me. If you're not sleeping well now, you know, getting really quality sleep every night, at least seven hours every night, if sugar and processed foods are part of your everyday diet right now, if you're eating out frequently, if you're not really exercising or not exercising much, if vitamins are sort of hit and miss, if you've never meditated, and if McDonald's sweetened iced tea is your go-to drink, well then, trying to make moves on all these goals at the same time, you feel it? Say it with me now. It's too much. It's too overwhelming. And sure, there are some of you who can go a while going gangbusters, but sooner or later, even you will hit a brick wall too. Maybe not in a few days, but after a few weeks of trying to do too much all at once, when you've got all those balls in the air and one by one they start to fall, what happens? You feel like a failure again. And we really need to be done with that, right? No more feeling like a failure. These women don't want to give up on themselves anymore. They know deep down they have what it takes, just like you do. They just need to approach these improvements that they want to make in their lives from a different angle. I help them sort out where to begin first and how to keep going so they don't run into a brick wall. There's a school of thought where they say, don't make it too complicated, just begin. And while I'm not a fan of making anything more complicated, I am a fan of making your personalized plan as detailed as it needs to be to be effective. And I'm a fan of making gradual changes toward daily practices that are sustainable and practices that are flexible. You know, one of the most important skills that I teach, I call it the art of the adjust, adapt, and pivot. It's about being able to make changes to your plan throughout your day, throughout your week, as life happens, because life happens, right? You can't be unwilling to change your plan. Um, that's how we end up giving up, because we think our plan didn't work. No, we've just got to be able to practice the adjust, adapt, and pivot as life happens. Remember, what you're learning to do in a fresh approach is to create a way, to create um, a personalized style of following through on everything you need to do to take the very best care of yourself for the rest of your life and to do it, to learn ways to do it without stress, without worry, creating for yourself a peaceful weight loss surgery journey. So right now, remember this podcast is not for your entertainment. It's for you to make moves toward living your healthiest and happiest life. I want you to tell me, say them out loud. I mean, if you're in a place where you can do that, write them down. What are three goals you have to improve your weight loss surgery journey right now? Would it be eat healthier? 
get more exercise, take your vitamins. And these are all great goals. They're just not specific enough. So I want you to get more clear on what you really mean, what you really want to achieve. It's time to get into the details. So if you want to eat healthier, which is a great goal, does that mean less eating out or no eating out? If so, you've got some questions to ask yourself. When do you usually eat out? What are the circumstances? Is it when you work late? When you have meetings at lunch? Is it only on the weekends when you visit your in-laws? Or is it the drive through on Thursday nights when you're exhausted from the week? Or is it for Sunday brunch a couple times a month with your family, a tradition you love? These are the details you need to know before you can make changes. Stay with me now. If eating healthier means preparing more well-balanced, high-protein meals at home, how are you going to do that? First, what do those meals look like? What do you like to eat? What does your family like? What fits into your budget? Are you cooking daily or a few times a week so you need recipes that provide leftovers and stay well in the fridge? Will you be taking leftovers for lunch or saving them for the next dinner? If so, what are you taking for lunch? Are you cooking for a family and are there other dietary considerations or do you need to talk with your family and let them know what the new meal plan is and maybe get some help too? When are you cooking and meal prepping? Are there any adjustments you need to make to your current schedule so that can happen? Do you need any kitchen tools, containers, maybe an app on your phone that provides recipes and shoots out a grocery list? The magic is in the details. This is how you get clear. This is how you get insight so you can take meaningful action and get the results you want. Now, these examples for the most part, this is how you'd be getting clear on functional details when you wanna make a change. But what about when you want to make an improvement, you want to make a change in a behavior or a habit? It's not enough to say, I'm not going to eat after 8 p.m. anymore. This is not when you call in your amazing self-control superpowers. Because self-control, willpower, these are not a realistic or sustainable concept for you to achieve no longer eating past 8 p.m. ever again for the rest of your life. I mean, seriously, you cannot change a habit or behavior until you're crystal clear on the thoughts and feelings and situations that led to that behavior or habit in the first place. If you want to stop eating after 8 p.m., presumably that's snacking, begin with the practical questions. These are the ones I use with my clients to just begin the digging. If they're saying they're hungry at 9.30 p.m., that they're standing in the kitchen looking for something to snack on, did you have a well-balanced, high-protein dinner? What time? Did you eat without distraction? Did you eat well throughout the day? Are you hydrated? How's your sleep been? Is it quality sleep? Are you getting at least seven hours? If none of these questions uncover a clue like, 
protein was only at 40 grams that day, or they only had two bottles of water, or they skipped lunch, then we've got to walk into the what else is going on. And it can be quite a hike. Maybe there's a situation at work you're tired of thinking about. Maybe there's an argument with your daughter that still has your head spinning. Maybe you saw a post on Facebook and you're thinking, I can't believe they didn't invite me to that party. And I'll tell you, it's not just like these answers just pop up. This can be quite a hike into finding the clues that lead us to the cause of the nighttime eating, the nighttime cravings, the nighttime snacking. And I'm going to say it again. You cannot change a habit or behavior until you are crystal clear on the thoughts and feelings and situations that led to that habit or behavior in the first place. When you attempt to change a habit or a behavior without knowing why you were doing it in the first place, it or something similar will come back. So maybe you stop nighttime eating, but your snacking throughout the day picks up, or you start drinking more coffee or soda, or you start smoking again. Remember, what we're doing here in a fresh approach is creating pathways for you to to create in you a fresh way of thinking, a fresh way of assessing a situation you want to improve, a fresh way of assessing a behavior you want to change, a fresh way of planning your actions, and a fresh way of building in you a confidence that you have the tools and skills to do it. So a fresh approach is as much about doing things in a new way, it's also about the letting go of um, the old ways that we were taught, either directly or indirectly, to deal with not only our weight, but our problems, our life situations, that instead of distracting ourselves from what's happening by eating chips, we get clear on what's going on and what we can do about it. Instead of comforting ourselves with hours and hours of Netflix, we get clear on why we're feeling sad or irritated or just off about something and what steps we can take to improve our situation. When you had weight loss surgery, you made a commitment to take the very best care of yourself for the rest of your life. This was your shot at renewed health, at a fresh start, at getting your life back. And now that you have that, you can't depend on the old ways of solving your problems to take you into the next best chapter of your life. You need a fresh way of thinking and approaching your daily life and developing healthy daily practices that will last you a lifetime. So today, I want you to look at your goals, what you want to focus on to improve your weight loss surgery journey. And then I want you to ask yourself questions, lots of questions. I want you to get into the details, the functional and the deep down things that are going on, the things that may be leading to that late night snacking, 
the functional and the deep down things that might be going on, the things that might be leading to that late night snacking. This is about you being the detective in your own life. You're collecting the evidence so you can make a case for the best path to move forward. If you begin without this information, without gathering all the details, all the evidence, and if you begin to make too many changes all at once, you're going to hit a brick wall of overwhelm sooner or later. And who needs that? We've got healthier, happier lives to lead, our best lives. I'd love for you to join us in the Fresh Approach Facebook group where we'll be talking more about you taking inspired action. There's a link to join the group and episode notes. And if you're enjoying this podcast, would you share it with a friend? I'd appreciate it. Until next time, love, light, and grace to you.